Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Brew Roots, where we tell the stories behind your favorite beer. This is Sound Guy Ryan, and joining me, as always, is Erica and Matt. What's up, everyone out there in podcast land? What's up? We have such an exciting episode for you this week because we did this episode in person, socially distanced. Oh, we went man. to the underworld. We did. It was amazing. And we got to talk with our new friend, Jackie. She's the best. Honestly, she is the best. She's a lot of fun, actually. The most fun. We drank a lot. Yeah. Oh, I drank a lot. We had crazy delicious seltzers. Yeah. <laughs> Which, like, I'm not afraid to say it. I fucking love seltzers. Yeah. I mean, really good beer, too. Don't get me wrong. No, yeah, yeah. Don't. Those yeah. seltzers were super fun. Yeah. The colors were gorgeous. And, and they have a lot more alcohol than your typical yeah. seltzer. <laughs> yeah. 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 She's making an imperial seltzer. Yeah. I can't wait to fuck with that. Yeah. But like, you know, I, a lot of times I love when breweries are food focused, right? Like I could totally tell that Jackie is a foodie. Oh yeah. Right. So she was like, I want my beer to have like, you know, food, food characteristics, right. you know? That's probably why she was super excited with the seltzer. She was really pumped to start trying all these crazy different random like things like change the color and all these fruity things to put in the seltzer. Yeah. It was definitely mostly the colors. And I think yeah. like <laughs> yeah. Jackie's a hustler. Like she works her full time job. Yeah. And then comes to the brewery. Yeah. And like I I respect that. That's like not She's, that not that I don't respect them anyone that works at the brewery because you work way harder than I work in my in my right. real job. Like and honestly, then she like, works a normal job on top of that. Like yeah. Bad damn girl. Ass. You you rock. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh so we had an awesome episode last week. Yeah. I, was, I, was, I loved it. Ryan, what did you think? It was great. Yeah. Super sure. salad. Uh, so we've been drinking lots of great mass beer yeah. this week uh, because you we're getting ripe and ready for mass beer week. I am so excited. Uh, and I don't know if you haven't heard, we are interviewing our good friends Penny Pinchers live on Facebook and Zoom do, do, do. on March 11th. From 7 to 8 p.m. Which is conveniently my brother's birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Come listen. I'll give you a shout out on it. <laughs> um, but I'm so excited because Mass Beer Week is such an awesome opportunity to highlight all the great breweries in Massachusetts. Not just the ones that we're going to be highlighting during the freshman class, but it's going to be a celebration of all the Mass Beers. All the Mass Beers. So if you want to stay up to date with that, there's going to be a ton of resources. We're going to try to share as much as we can. Um, but our, I'm going to be honest with you. Our friends, the Mass Beer Bros, are going to probably do a way better job sharing it. Not so just like, that, but Mass Beer Week's page. Yeah, Mass Beer Week's so page. So if you follow them on Facebook, they have all the events right there. So you should go follow them. Do it. We <laughs> dare you. You will. We yeah. know. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I've been drinking a lot of Mass Beer. Um, I got Gilded Skull's new lager that was Ugh. brewed at Castle Island. Oh my Island. God, talk dirty to me. It is so good. Erica, talk about it because <laughs> you mentioned like <laughs> you, you had a great, uh, it's it's a pre-prohibition style lager. Yeah. Um, and we called it like, what did you call it? Um, it's like a macro lager. Yeah, but a macro lager. better. So if you like the Bud Lights and you know, whatever else, have this because it's like that but, but better. better yeah and you're supporting you know a craft brewery a local guy who's trying to put his lifeblood out there in, in, in beer <laughs> I, I always appreciate those kind of you know macro like beers uh but at a brewery you know austin right, street right. austin street did one um i think that well what was it it was i think it was like 
after like a Miller or something. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was a Miller latte is what they called uh, it. Yeah. It was uh, absolutely delicious. Oh, yeah. And uh, I know our friends over at Liar's Bench do Bub Light, and that's yep. like one right, of my favorites, right. too. Yep. Uh, so I, I, I am all aboard for breweries doing these like pre-prohibition macro-style beers yeah. because like, honestly, they're so easy They're drinking. so good. And yeah. like, you know what you're getting. So it's like, it's really good. And, and... And it just, appeals to everyone. Yeah. And everyone it, likes good, easy drinking beer. And it really attributes to kind of like the talented brewer that Neil really is. I mean, we are lucky we get some of his underground stuff that you guys probably don't get. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but like, he is such a talented brewer. He put out Very a lager talented. that like fucking slaps in the yep. words of Ryan. Yes. And yeah. like, he makes it's IPAs amazing. that I enjoy. And yeah. that's saying a lot. Yeah. I love a good IPA. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, but other than that, I, I went I went to Notch this weekend. Um, got the for the first time in so long, so so long, and I got to their like their Salem Lager, I got their Kolsch, uh, their Pale Ale, um, and then what was it? Their Scot- Scotch Ale. What's it was, oh my god! Uh, yes. Psycho- yeah. uh, what's it called? Ugh. I don't know. Is it the wee heavy? No. No. But it wasn't, no, it wasn't a the, the standard or whatever. No, no, it was a scotch, heavy scotch ale or something like that. I'll get, I'll figure that out real he's, quick. He's, he's looking for Why it. Are you where I am doing yeah. that? Why don't you tell us what you're Ryan, drinking? Ryan, what have you been drinking? Uh, well, I drank what uh, Matt gave me, which was the notch, which was awesome. Oh, that's yeah. cute. It's got and a sweet stout. Ah, yes. Yeah. yes. Psycho candy. Oh, right. psycho candy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Psycho that, candy. That's a good one. I like that one. They're all good. Yeah. Damn it. That was that's all you've been drinking though? Oh, um actually yeah. <laughs> actually that is basically all I've been oh, drinking. That's nice. Props um, to Ryan, because I only gave him four beers, so he only drank four beers. Yeah, I've been for you, boo. I, I've been very busy. Um so yeah, I haven't had a lot of time to consume alcohol. We're still proud of you. Thanks. We love you. Yeah. Erica, what about yourself? Uh just just a variety of things really. So let's see. I had some shovel town. I, I've been having a lot of shovel town lately. Just I have like a variety of beers from them and I was just going through them. Just such solid beer there. Um, had some squash porter from Gentilly. I don't know if they still have it. I bought this a little while ago, but it's freaking delish. Um, you didn't happen to have the the Super Crunch from Shovel Town. Oh, yes. Was it Imperial Peanut Butter? Yes. Yeah. Was oh my good? God. It's one of the best peanut butter beers out there, period. Yeah. Period. Like it's just so well balanced. It's not super sweet. It's not super roasty or, or I don't know. Sometimes the peanut butter just gives a weird flavor. Um, whatever they, however they brew it, they just, they just do such a good job. That's cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, basically just mass beer. I've just been like drinking a ton of mass beer. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, it's been really nice. Uh, we're so lucky with all the amazing breweries that we have here in the yeah. state. And, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, shout out to Notch. We went there and it was super easy to pick up beer, no contact. And, uh, mm-hmm. I always just feel safe when I go to the, that particular brewery. Um, and not that I don't feel safe at other breweries, but I mean, this one, I just think, uh, They've, they've nailed it. They've nailed it, yeah. and uh, they continue to um, be one of the leading examples on how to be very safe. Yeah. Lee ran for For sure, for sure. Uh, but I'm so excited. I've been seeing on Instagram a little bit of sneak peeks of certain beers being brewed. Oh, right. Yeah, I do want to talk about those. Uh, so Pink Boots beers are coming out. That's right. Um, so the first one, anyways, that I saw uh, was from Bentwater. Yeah. So They always seem to be first to it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't good for know. Them. Yeah, good for them. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there's it out now. I'm sure there's more coming down or coming out shortly. Usually, like we talked about, there's like a wave coming out right around March 8th for National Women's Day. And then there's another wave kind of right after that for all the beers that were brewed on International Women's Day. So stay tuned. Keep your eyes out. Yeah. 
Uh, so that beer that Bentwater brewed is called uh, Tell Me I Can't, and it's a New England style IPA. Yeah. Um, and it's been out for just like a, a couple days. Maybe. No, just a couple, couple days, days at this point. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to do the math because we yeah. record these things before <laughs> they come out. Um, so. What? Um, but yeah, so stay tuned for that. Yeah, I'm so excited uh, because it's it's pretty cool to see what all our brewery friends are doing with Pink yeah. Boots. And, uh, yeah, it's a great and money proceeds go to Pink Boots Society. Mm-hmm. Yep, support and, women in beer. Yeah, and what? I mean, we, we talk about you know all these beer events that we aren't able to have. This is one of the ones that can directly impact Pink Boots Society. Yeah, um, by just simply purchasing purchasing beer yeah which is like we do that anyways exactly so uh yeah, yeah it's awesome uh so we touched upon it earlier we are taking part in Mar- mass beer week um but before we go into the episode um i just wanted to shout out we uh interviewed adam uh from castle island talking about mass beer week and that's going to be uh, coming up next week so i hope you guys tune in for that tune in for learn that. more yeah get hyped hyped get hyped for i'm so beer. hyped for it but uh <laughs> yeah until then ryan should we just go to the episode? Damn right. I yeah. think so. Follow us on all social medias. Go to our Patreon account. Uh, and you know what? Continue to support Mass Beer because that's why we do it. Yeah. Killing it. Cheers. Cheers. All right. Well, we are here for our first interview in person in, a, in quite a bit of time. Quite a bit of time. And uh, we kind of were doing the responsible thing. You know, we waited till numbers got a little bit better. Socially Massachusetts. Distanced. We're still socially distanced yeah. and yeah. we cleaned everything. Um, but this was one of my favorite breweries to come to because I am like a inner goth kid that you wouldn't know about. My mom, my right, parents right. don't know about it. Sorry, mom <laughs> yeah. and dad. No. I can tell. Yeah, yeah. I'm wearing a wearing all black. Um, he dressed no, up for our I dressed yes, up. Yeah, yes. yeah. And uh, no, I, lo- I love this location because um, when I first came here, I came here for an event that uh, Edson was doing for Got Hops. And I was like, this oh, this was right. this was like such a great place. And I ate way too much breakfast food, which is too usually the opposite. Like I, I said, usually drink way you, too much, yeah. but I ate so many donuts that day. <laughs> I think you drank Solid. a lot too. Yeah, probably. probably. Oh no, yeah. <laughs> no. Um, and you've been here. I've been here for a few times. Yeah. yeah, amazing beer, just a great space. And by all those hints, you should know that we're at River Sticks in uh, in Fitchburg. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Everyone knew that. Everyone, definitely. The underworld. The underworld. Yes. <laughs> um, and we're here with Jackie. How are you today? Hi, I'm great. Yeah. Thanks for uh, doing this today. Thanks for having me. This yeah. is excellent. Yeah, yeah. We're all looking around because I feel like you look in this place and you just notice a different thing. There's just always something to look at in every corner. Yeah. Yeah. It takes a very long time to see it all. Yes. Oh. I don't think I've seen it all. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, crap. I just noticed that. Um so we start every podcast by asking our guest um, their role at the brewery and their first memory of beer. Wow. So my role at the brewery, I am an owner and a brewer here at River Sticks. And my first memory of beer was win- um, winning a growler from Wachusett Brewery at Downtown Days in Ashburnham, Massachusetts. Oh, cool, cool. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know what a growler was. Um, so I was very <laughs> interested to learn that there was a nearby brewery where I could like put beer in it nice and so we did the tour and it started there nice that's awesome absolutely that's really cool um obviously was that the moment in time that you were like i want to work in beer forever no, or? that was like the first time i drank a beer i liked yeah oh, it was exciting. <laughs> <laughs> it was watches of blueberry and i just thought it was the neatest thing and my husband and i yeah. went home and started trying to make 
a version of that because that's what we we're huge foodies and yeah. um, we always want to make the things that we like to eat and drink. Of course. Yeah. And so we started by hollowing out watermelons and putting Bud Light in them and then tapping them. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. How'd that work out? It actually worked out pretty well. We learned that Bud Platinum did better than Bud Light. Good to and, know. And, you Pro know, tip, if tip. you let it sit yep. for a little while, it got a really good watermelon flavor and it was yeah. it was fun. Yeah. That's nice. cool. Um, talk about life before River Sticks. What was, what was that? What was your career? The original plan, if yeah. you will. <laughs> Well, I'm a mom, um, so and I and I've had a career um, from a very uh, you know, 30 years now. So I started out pretty young in my career as well, and really, you know, just a mom working a corporate job and yeah. taking care of our child, which is um, like the hardest job. Yeah, yeah. kudos. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, when she was about a junior in high school, she started looking at colleges, and I started looking at apartments in towns where she was looking at colleges yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was like really freaked out that our only child was flying the nest and it kind of lined up with if you talk about you know the blueberry watch well, she's a blueberry story and the hollowing out of the watermelon yeah. um, basically my husband and I were getting more serious about homebrewing and um, we were homebrewing on the stovetop at that time yeah. and we had been for a while did you ruin any stovetops <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. We couldn't make good beer on the stovetop, yeah, and it yeah. was extremely frustrating because we could make good everything right. in, our, in our kitchen. <laughs> um, so, you know, my husband said to me just off the cuff one day, you need a hobby. And I was like, <laughs> I have a hobby. It's brewing beer. Like, we've been brewing beer. I was like, you know, what do you think about me turning our unfinished basement into a mini commercial brewery? Whoa. And nice, <laughs> nice. He usually says no to my wacky ideas, <laughs> um, but this time he said yeah. So cool. I started uh, researching and investing in some equipment down there. Nice, that's awesome. Um, what year was this around? I'm just trying to gauge. Well, let's see. She graduated college uh, four years ago, um, so that's about six years ago. Wow, wow, not that long ago. Yeah, that's so awesome. That was before like spike brewing systems were really big and all that stuff. So, what was your right. homebrew? you know set up like yeah um we actually did get a, a electric pid oh, um, nice. controller from it wasn't spike but it was we're friends with the guy who owns it mike um i can't remember the name of his name <laughs> but basically we set up um we had a, a full electric brew house um with temperature control on the nice. hot side and cold side um, very cool and we had control for the first time we were able to repeat beer and make beer taste delicious it was exciting yes yeah. <laughs> so at what point well i guess your goal in the beginning was to maybe open a brewery but at what point was that like really serious and it's gonna happen yeah we really thought that we would open a brewery maybe sometime after our daughter graduated college you know we were just gonna keep on having fun with beer and doing research and and brewing and um and then at some point i was like well we've spent a lot of money well actually you know what happened is our accountant came to us and said you guys are spending a lot of money on beer <laughs> and beer equipment and what is all this beer that yeah, i'm seeing yeah. he kind of like <laughs> asked us about it and we said well you know we'd like to open a brewery someday and he said, well, you should get your LLC right now, and we should start putting money towards, you know, your goal, and you'll give you some benefits. So yeah. we did that, um, but that wasn't really what kick-started the early brewery opening, yeah. <laughs> earlier than planned. Um, what it was is we had invested all that money, and after we started talking about it, I said, you know, 
We should try to get licensed so that we can sell the stuff we're making in our basement and, you know, share that with people. Because a lot yeah. of people were interested in trying what we were doing. We were on social media. And, nice. You know, we did get our LLC. So we had the name River Sticks Brewing since 2015. Wow. wow. We were a yeah. home brewer with the LLC of River yeah. Sticks Brewing. And we were putting a lot on social media. Yeah. Uh, River Sticks, where's the name come from? We live on a road that starts as River Sticks Road oh. in Ashburnham, okay. uh, Massachusetts. So really when we were um, looking at figuring out the name, we were driving home. Yeah. And we take the River Sticks home every day. Yeah. And it just dawned on me. I said, you know, what about River Sticks? Like we, we knew we wanted a focus because at that point we had been doing specific research and development when visiting breweries. We had mm-hmm. changed our whole brewery jumping experiences to R&D, like true R&D because of what our accountant was selling us. Yeah. You know, so yeah. we would go and we would ask breweries, like, what are the top three things you would tell somebody who's <laughs> going to open a brewery someday? Or, yeah. you know, I'd always try to learn everything I could about their equipment, about their process, about anything they would talk to me about. Right. And um, a lot of them said they didn't have a great direction from a marketing perspective and it was really hard to name beers and they didn't you don't really know what to name the next beer. Yeah. So wow. we knew we wanted a direction and we were talking about it and then we saw the street sign and that it's, was the end. We were both just sold on the whole It's perfect. Idea. Yeah. And it works really well with your theme too. Oh yeah. Um, did it, was a theme beforehand? Was that after? Once we developed the name, I sketched up the first logo. It looks a lot like the one out there now. Um, and we started getting into the whole theme. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. For our listeners who don't know what the logo looks like, can you just explain it a little bit? Yeah, sure. Um, his name is Charon. He's the ferryman. Um, he is known in Greek mythology to usher the dead across uh, to, you know, their final, basically, into um, the underworld, essentially. So, like, they they would die and they would get ushered across the river into the afterlife or whatever. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And we're not huge Greek mythology um, geeks or anything, but it seems a it. bit. Well, we were always <laughs> yeah. we're always kind of looking through the stuff to figure out what we're going to need yeah. something or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's very cool. Um, it's interesting. River Sticks, obviously not spelled the conventional way. Um, is that an homage to a band or something, or is it just? <laughs> well, it's the it's, name of the road, the, right? Yeah. yeah, the name of the road. And no, actually, no, but the spelling S T Y X. That is how it's spelled. Oh, get yeah, out! Really? That is how it's spelled. Oh, That's cool. how it's spelled in Greek mythology. Oh, cool! I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's also the band. I think the band. Yeah. Paid homage to oh. Sticks, maybe. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, I didn't know. The River Sticks in Greek mythology. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I didn't know. That's cool. That's cool. Um, so you open. When did uh, doors open here in, in Fitchburg? July 1st, 2017. Wow. That was pretty quick. It's so like two years from getting the name or whatever. Yeah. And That's we awesome. were homebrewing on our stovetop for years, too. I mean, yeah. the watermelon was years before the brew house. You know, we, we've been brewing for a few years on the stovetop trying to make it work. Yeah. <laughs> How long have you been homebrewing for then? Um, really, that was the, those couple of years, you know, on the stovetop and then right to the basement. And once we got, so basically, once we got the, the brew house set up in the basement, I crafted up, I took that logo I yeah. sketched and I crafted up a sign that says, Welcome nice. to the Underworld, because it was our basement. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. So that's where that came from. Um, and we just started, you know, brewing a lot. Our daughter moved off to college. Yeah. And that was something that helped me keep my mind off of her flying the nest. Right, so right. we just brewed and brewed and brewed. 
And um, we were spending money on it, so I tried to get it licensed. I tried to get our home right, right. brewery licensed. Yeah. And I went through the process for about seven months, and it was rejected. And Ouch. they said they no longer license breweries under a living space. And um, even though we had seen others that were approved recently, basically those others, when they took their pictures and submitted them, they didn't show that they were under a living space. <sighs> and I wasn't like a loophole person. I've never been a loophole person. And yeah. I showed them full videos of everything, you know? Yeah. yeah. But we realized that, you know, that wasn't going to happen. And the person who rejected the application said, well... We're going to keep this open for you for two weeks, and you can either cancel it or find a location to buy or lease, you know, or move it out of your living space. Like, yeah. you can't be under your living space. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. And yeah. we started looking at the different options, and... And I said to my husband, he's never really loved his corporate job, and I've loved every job I've ever done. So <laughs> popcorn, I like it. I don't know. I'm just a happy-go-lucky. Right, right. But I'm like, you know, you could leave your job. I'll stay at my corporate job, and, you know, we could do this. Yeah. yeah. And he said, yeah. Cool. I mean, so he's our head brewer. He works here full-time. I okay. still have a corporate job. Yeah, I was going to ask. Yep. You yep. Yep. I'm the Energizer Bunny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have so much energy. It's scary. So I need to stay. You probably busy. need that for this, though. Yeah. <laughs> so I need to stay busy. Need to stay busy yeah. all the time. So yeah, I mean, we've been open for three years. This July, it'll be for this upcoming summer. That's awesome. Yeah. It seems like you've been open forever. Yeah, I know. I don't know. <laughs> that's good, though. Yeah, that is. That's awesome. Uh, I'm curious to know. Uh, it's always interesting when people have um, children. Did did they think it was cool right away, or did were they? Mom, this is lame. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Um, in, so it was, she was in her junior year of college when we were in the construction phase uh, for the brewery. And right around drinking age. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, and she came home um, for the summer, and we were working 20 hours a day. Um, we were, like, in pits, digging. We had lost weight. Like, I, I must have lost 40 pounds. Oh, me, both of us were, like, flat out crazy trying to get this yeah. place yeah. open. And, um, you know, she came home, and she's like, I can help. And she got right into the construction project, and she did such an excellent job. Um, she spent the whole summer, like, basically in the core four of, you know, folks that were leading, yeah. leading the construction project and um, got really heavily involved. And it was That's funny awesome. because her friends used to say, oh, my God, it's so cool <laughs> that you're working at a brewery and your parents own a brewery. And she would come to me, and she's like, Mom. They have no idea that I've been washing kegs for 12 hours. Right, you know, I mean, right. like, it, I'm like, yeah, they probably think it's so cool that you know, you're just glamorous. pouring beer, you're right, drinking right. all day. Yeah. I thought, hell, let them think that it's a rock star right. life. You know, sometimes it's pretty rock star, but most yeah. of the time you're cleaning. Yeah. <laughs> Realistically. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, does she still help out here at all, or? She does on and off. She's um she's graduated college four years ago, three years ago. She has a full time job uh, herself and a yeah. family and a yeah. house. She just bought a house. So, Aww, um, yeah, she's she's busy, but she's helping out here uh, a lot too. That's cool. Yeah. Um, was it important to stay in this area of the state, or because it was close to home, Ashburnham being what fifteen miles away, not even? Yeah, one of the reasons we wanted to open a brewery. Um, was because we didn't think there was really a lot of good craft breweries in this area, you know. And mm -hmm. Route 2, yeah. we live in Ashburnham. We love where we live. We don't want to move. And we felt there was a need. We're like, For sure. we really need 
a craft brewery that we can go to in this area and something fun to do. Yeah. Because there's not a lot of fun stuff to do in this area back then. I mean, it's getting better and better, um, but, you know. Still. Really. Yeah. We wanted, you know, we wanted to, um, to be in this area for that reason, and we're highly dedicated to the city of Fitchburg, and we will be staying in the city of Fitchburg for at least eight more years. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, let's talk about July 1st, when you guys first opened. Um, what was it like? What was the, what were the beers that you had on tap? And are any of those beers still on uh, tap today? That's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> it was complete pandemonium in the morning. <laughs> um, <laughs> Did your POS system work? Because yeah, we, right. we talked to a brewery who said our POS system didn't work. We didn't know we could <laughs> unplug the handouts. Oh, that's exciting. <laughs> the laptops. Um, <laughs> first of all. We didn't even know if we were going to open. Um, my corporate job, I'm a project manager, and I do not let dates slip. So yeah. when we signed the lease in October 2016, I said, we will open on July 1st, 2017. And I Ooh. meant it. <laughs> <laughs> I meant it. And I can tell you what. That I told you there was a core four that were running the construction project. The other three in the morning meeting. Every day we had a morning meeting, afternoon yep. meeting. We're in the morning meeting, they're like, but Jackie, we can't do it. We're not going to make it. We can't make it. And I said, we are going to make it. This is what needs to happen. You know, yeah. and I'm pushing, pushing. And they're like, we're not going to make it. And, you know, we did. But we were painting the bathrooms that morning. Oh, we had a second inspection. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, we found out like two days before that our painter had painted four of our sprinkler heads. Oh, so no. when the fire department. Oh, they were like, no way. The fire department came, should have been a routine inspection, no problem. Yeah. He comes in, he flashes his light up in the ceiling, and within like two minutes, he says, nope, you fail. And no. this was going to be for, it was like, <laughs> you know, it was, it was, a, let's see, so July 1st, I don't know what day of the week that was, but it was coming up on like the 4th of July yeah, weekend. Yeah, right. Of course, yeah. And I had to convince the building commissioner and the fire commissioner to come back to do a second inspection. I said, listen, I will drain this building and fix these things. Yes. And I will pay people to come in the night, right? I'm like, yeah. I, will you come we'll back tomorrow morning at 8 a.m.? I literally bought myself. <laughs> and I took me, I think it took me three or four hours. And I, was, I was just begging this people to yeah. come back. Oh, and the, and they are probably just like, all right, just go. <laughs> it's <laughs> just, just fine. Well, it's yeah. so funny. Desiree, <laughs> our daughter Desiree played a role in it because when I was talking to the fire guy, and we walk out the hallway because he's, you know, walking to check something. And she's sitting in the hallway crying. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, that actually worked in our favor. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's great job. It's Thank terrible, you. but it was good timing <laughs> yeah. that we walked past you at that moment. You know, yeah. because we were all so devastated that That's we went through work. all that. Yeah, right. it's, it's very emotional trying to get a business <laughs> open. And, I can't mean, imagine. You're paying rent on something that you're not getting a return on. So it's, it's <laughs> yeah, all, yeah. That too, that too. And we just felt like we had to get open because it was like, unless you get over that final hump of getting an inspection, like if, if, if they had us a no, we would have went through another round of having to like yeah. schedule things and other things yeah. to find. It was like every round, maybe they're going to find something else. You know what I mean? We just mm -hmm. wanted to close it out. So we did it though. Yeah. So the lights that you see in our tap room, um, they were my vision. They're beautiful. I love them. <laughs> yeah. They're my vision from before we opened. And we had all kinds of issues with, like, getting them hung. And, and like, the first time we hung them. Well, explain the, them first. I want to yeah. tell the people. <laughs> yeah. So 
We have 100 um, lanterns hanging in our tap room at different heights. We've alternated, alternated them um, to four different heights per like quad of, of lights. And so there's like a shorter one and a longer one and then two kind of in the middle yeah. at different distance. This works a lot better in a taller ceiling. Like originally I had designed this for like a barn where I could have draft, like I could have made much wider like height, height differences. differences. Yeah. But <clears throat> I was pretty set on it and I just wanted it to feel surreal. Like when you walk in, you know, you're in this. In really the river sticks. Yeah, kind of. special yeah. place. Yeah. yeah. And um, so, yeah. So they have lanterns, uh, like light bulbs in them that look like real flame lanterns but when we first hung them the glass was clear crystal clear and you could kind of see like the way the light bulbs work because they're they're pixelized Mm -hmm. so it looked a little pixelized and then they sent us these light uh fixtures for the bathrooms that were frosted and i threw a light bulb in it and it didn't look pixelized it looked a lot more real yeah it looks real so yeah we pulled all these down so we pulled a hundred lights down from the ceiling and if you could look at them right now i mean (laughs) they're beautiful it wasn't easy yeah i can't imagine so we pulled them all down and then we frosted them all by hand with like a spray paint (laughs) and we put them all back up (laughs) and i had never seen the lights lit until i mean that day that we opened I got the bathrooms painted. We had the approval on the inspection, so we knew we were going to open. I went home, take a shower, come back, and they walked me in the front door and turned the lights. Uh And that was the first time I got to see the lights, so I cried like a baby. I was going to say, that must have been a moment. It was amazing. All right. Well, on that note, it stinks to cut out at this point, but we need to get. This I is what talk keep, for hours. This is what keeps our lights on. Right. So right. Here's a word from our sponsors. Did you know that your favorite Massachusetts breweries use hops from a local family-owned hop farm right here in Massachusetts? Our friends over at Four Star Farms are there for you whether you're a commercial brewery or a small batch home brewer. Make sure to head over to their website today and get your hands on some of the best and freshest hops available locally. Cheers! At our local homebrew shop, Beer and Wine Hobby, you can get everything you need to make beer, wine, cider, cheese, and more. Not sure where to start? They have knowledgeable staff there to help. Beer and Wine Hobby is family-owned and located in Danvers, Massachusetts. Visit their website, beer-wine.com, and use our promo code BREWS for 10% off your online order today. Shirks on Tap is the box subscription service where you can get some of the dopest brewery t-shirts out there. I'm talking breweries from Dallas, San Diego, and even our home area of New England. And you might ask, how do I get my hands on some? To get your first box for $5, click the link below in our description, or head on over to our website, breweries.com. Remember, drink better beer, wear better shirts. All right, so we asked before, uh, what beers did you have on tap that day, and uh, are those still in rotation today? We had about, I want to say somewhere between 9 and 12. Oh, that's a solid that's amount. That's aggressive. I yeah. love it. <laughs> oh, no, that's not, we had more. We had, well, we had, we had 12 taps, but, okay. but what I was going to say is we had about 9 to 12 core recipes that we had been brewing as home brewers gotcha. that we brought into the, um, the breweries, uh, you know, like as our first batch cool. so we yeah we had 12 taps and we had 12 of our original um beers on draft one of them uh would have been 
Zeus. Um, Which you still brew today, right? We pretty do. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's like awesome. your flagship almost, right? I think a lot of people think so. It's definitely our, um, we've sold more Zeus than any other beers nice. yeah. here at the brewery. And what is Zeus? Zeus is an IPA. Um, okay. It's a balanced, what Scott likes to call, my husband likes to call a balanced IPA. <laughs> he was very much against um, hazy and hoppy IPAs when we first opened. Nice. <laughs> And um, so, <laughs> and I was very much for them. So it was a tough one. Um, you know, we, he does. It seems like you kind of get your way sometimes. Yeah. Like you have the brewery in the basement, the hazy IPA. So. I do get my way <laughs> sometimes. Um, yeah. Well, he, he was actually more into the, the hazy IPAs and then, I mean, a little bit more into them. And then he went up to this uh, course called The Art and Science of Craft Brewing in Vermont. Mm -hmm. And he stayed out there for two weeks. And um, it was on the Sterling College campus. And they um, had uh, Jan Paul and Anders Kissimer, which are some, like, OGs in the brewing uh, industry, um, teaching the class. And they also had Sean Hill involved in so cool. um, hosting the class at his brewery and teaching the class. Yeah. Those are three people who kind of know what they're doing. They yeah. really, yeah. 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 <laughs> it was a pretty great experience. I, I wanted to go too as a brewer. Yeah. Um, yep. But I had my corporate job and I actually couldn't. So I studied all the materials when he came right. home. But he stayed in a dorm for a couple of weeks and, um, you know, he came back from that brewing class much more against the hazy IPAs. You know, because he was Can't always about why. <laughs> was always about balance, and I yeah. think Sean's a lot about balance. Yes, and, you know, I think that it was just something he really didn't want to do. So Zeus was a um, what he called a balanced IPA, yeah. and it's been very popular here. That and and we have several that we do that way. Zeus, Poseidon, Apollo, yeah. they're all that style and people either love that style or they don't i mean yeah. some people will drink it and say this is not an ipa because it's not juicy or whatever you know but um then there's people that they like the hazy ones and they like those and then yeah you know it's all over the place yeah. but i still think there's a place for the hazy ones i mean for sure Oh, yeah, there's, what, 220 other breweries in the, in the state yeah. that are doing it? Yeah, yeah. I love them. Yeah, yeah. I, I drink yeah. them all the time. I'm, yeah. My job. Ashley drinks one right now. I'm drinking yeah. one right We're now. all drinking one right now, yeah. I I'm, I'm not, it. actually. Oh, you need oh. another one. Yeah. should have done that. Um, when we're... When you guys opened, um, obviously 2017, it was IPA, IPA, IPA. We didn't have sure. we didn't have sulfurs. You know, sours were kind of making a, a their their heads were poking out yeah. a little bit. Maybe um, lagers and pilsners certainly weren't as present. Mm -hmm. um, are you guys? Uh, would you guys say you're known for your IPAs here or? You know, I know you guys have some killer stuff that yeah, I love. I think yeah, yeah, honestly, yeah. 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 doubts. Yeah. Um, yeah. Most people, most people do. Uh, count us with the, you know with the stouts number one that, yeah. that tends to be yeah. um the consumers uh, come for that and we've had some uh, acclamation is that the right word i don't know we've been acclaimed or <laughs> i don't know what sure. did we, i like yeah, the word recognition yeah, yeah. there you go there you go uh, <laughs> i liked acclamation i thought like that edit a bunch yeah. of that out <laughs> <laughs> we got recognition um for the typhon um IPA in a national thing that they did on, I think it was like craftbeer.com or something. Oh, it was cool. like a national survey of all beer styles and all beers wow. across the country. And just people could write in about their favorite and they made a list. 
we got second place oh my God. in the entire country with our <laughs> IPA, awesome. double awesome. IPA. So not bad we, for a little brewery in route two. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, we really and the things that have happened in this place since we opened in 2017 are just unbelievable. Yeah. Um, obviously, we're in a COVID time right now, but you guys had some. You have some awesome events I know going on right now, um, and you had awesome events going on in the past. Um, awesome sound system here. You have live music here, correct? Yeah, yeah. We've. Um, we have a sound guy. He's actually the sound engineer for the Boston Museum of Science. Oh, nice. We love music as much as we love food and drink. Yeah. So we try to source um, really good, talented artists. Yeah. And something my husband does, and he's great at it. Yeah, nice. you certainly do. I've seen a couple bands here that have been awesome. So Yeah, yeah. And even outdoor porch now or patio, if you will. Yeah, in the summer. We yeah. hope to have that every summer. Uh, during COVID, we had the patio. Um, hoping to get maybe a permanent installation out there for four seasons. Yeah, that'd be awesome. We have a small patio in the winter all the time, but I want to expand it. Yes, yes. Um, my question is food. You've been mentioned food a couple times. Is that how you get inspiration for your beer, or is it just something that you just love? I mean, who doesn't love food? If you know right. you're psycho, I guess. But <laughs> A lot of times food does influence our beer. Uh, we both love to cook. I mean, we will work a full day at the brewery and even my corporate job, too, and then go home at midnight and cook scratch pasta and scratch sauce. Oh, my God. <laughs> I envy that. That's just, I don't no. have that energy. <laughs> it's amazing. I do. I've been super right. into making pasta, and we can talk about that on another podcast. Yes. I will talk yes. to you yeah. for hours about yeah. pasta. <laughs> we can do that. All right, I Jackie, made pasta this. with a rolling pin and my hands for many years. I just got my stand mixer because I deserve it. it, and I have all the parts now. But I will tell you, I earned that stand mixer and all those pasta parts by oh, doing yeah. it by hand. But anyway, nice. we love food. Yes. Um, yes, it inspires <laughs> beer uh, and cocktails. And, you know, I mean, we're just, yeah. we're loving life. We want to live our life and uh, we want to have good music and good environment and good food and drink. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Um, has your food love impacted what you guys are serving here food-wise? I know you guys have pretzels and stuff like that, but what, is all the, what else is on the menu here? Absolutely. We look for partners um, that are local and we look for partners that are excellent and even in our accounts, I mean, if you go to someplace and you have our beer on tap, it's because it's at a restaurant that we think is excellent, you know, and that, Noted. that's something <laughs> that you'll find. You will not see our beer in a restaurant that we don't think is mm. excellent, at least not right now. Yeah. Now, we are going to grow yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to expand. Um, we actually kicked that off. We'll probably finish the project by summer if we're aggressive or maybe a little later um Ooh. next year and you know that might actually change things a little bit because we probably aren't going to have the same oversight over every account that we're in anymore yeah um but right now <laughs> if you go to any account that our beer is is at is served um they also have excellent food and and love we, we love we love food and we use it to inspire a lot of our beers a lot yeah. of you know like right now um we'll We'll be I don't know if this, we'll be releasing a um, like a new series on our seltzers. We've started doing seltzers. Yeah, and yeah. exciting. The new series called uh, Chimera. Okay. The whole Chimera seltzer series will be ten percent alcohol and will. Oof! Wow. Yeah, and will be As modeled a... after one of our favorite cocktails. Oh, cool! So the first one's going to be a blackberry bourbon smash cocktail. It's oh, going to have yeah. lime, <laughs> bourbon, blackberry, and basil. Um, but there's so many cocktails that we like to make. Oh, I'm gonna... so glad that you're doing that. That could be like, that was so, like, that's amazing. I noticed on the menu that you guys had a, a, a pineapple and coconut 
seltzer. And mm-hmm. Ryan and I actually tried to make a pineapple coconut and seltzer, and it sucked. <laughs> I'm going to try ours. It, was, it didn't go Yeah, well. I got to try it because, you know, it's just, I think pineapple can be a difficult flavor to achieve, and, and especially with coconut, um, unless it's like a pina colada or... That's really cool. I don't yeah. know if I've seen 10% seltzers. Oh, I know. So, and then, and done in that fashion, so... We're, we're trying that's to change cool. the seltzer. Yeah. I, I believe in seltzers. Like, I see the way they're hitting the market, mm-hmm. and I believe in it, and I think that it's, you know, our first seltzer series is called Pegasus, and Pegasus is different than chimera it's going to be all the pegasus are seven percent okay and the idea of the pegasus seltzers are that they're supernatural beauty with all natural ingredients so we're using the things that i've been wanting to use in beer for a long time but i just couldn't do successfully um which are these natural ingredients that make these like supernatural colors right like dragon fruit or blue spirulina right like you see all the foodies out there making these gorgeous desserts and been so jealous and even some breweries have done some of this right a lot more with like ciders maybe but Mm -hmm. but even like craft cocktails that you see that are vibrant blue that are beautiful yeah Yeah. you know activated charcoal i've been Mm -hmm. playing around with activated charcoal for years like it's something that i'm very interested in that's cool and so with the pegasus series i I was like, I can make a clear seltzer any color I want. Right. And it made me really excited. <laughs> That's really cool. So later on, I'll pour you a Pegasus pink yes. and a Pegasus blue. Love yeah. it. The pink one is um, dragon fruit colored. So it's like hot, hot pink. And it's flavored with mango. Um, Delish. The blue is blue spirulina and um, blue star thistle. So it's a really vibrant blue. And, and it's, it's natural, right? All natural. Yeah. Yeah. And good for you. And um, flavored with toasted coconut and pineapple gives yeah. you like a pina colada flavor. Uh, yes. Ryan, it's going to be better than yeah. ours. Yep. <laughs> it's good. It is good. I, yeah. um, I just love the process of, of brewing. Um, and I want to know what you guys are brewing on here. What, what system? How many barrel? We have a 10 barrel brew house. Damn, you guys put out a lot with a 10. That's long days for you guys, I'm sure. We brew a lot. We have, we're <laughs> yeah. putting in a lot more barrels. Um, we've been at capacity from the day we opened. Good oh for my you. God. Good for you. That's, That's awesome. awesome. <laughs> Even through COVID, we've never stopped brewing at capacity. I mean, like, wow. we have. No more beer to give you guys. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's great. Kudos. And my husband uh, yeah. was in logistics, so he's really good about timing and like timing ingredients, timing products, all you know. Yeah. So it is the maximum possible amount you could produce on Holy a ten barrel brew house with four fermenters yeah. and two brights. Nice. Are you guys uh, self canning here, or do you guys have a mobile canner coming? We use Ironheart. Love them. Yeah. Yep. We love them too. Um, yeah, we we do, we used to use a uh, independent for a little while, but. They really have... Um, well, they have it dialed in. They have perfect, the experience. Yeah. So they have all the machine. Mm-hmm. You know, they have... It's not like just one machine. I mean, they've got them up and down yeah. the coast. They maintain them with maintenance plans. And yeah. you know, they just have the expertise we were looking for. Yeah. Very um, cool. Your can's available uh, for distribution. Do you guys distribute, self-distribute, or...? We currently self-distribute, yep. and we are selective about the accounts that we're able to yeah. uh, distribute to because our tap room has been selling, you know, 90... It's been selling all the beer, but then on the other hand, we want to distribute for marketing because we want right. to keep on feeding the tap room, we want to right. keep on feeding the brand. Yep. So we take a small piece and we offer it um, to can and keg accounts that we've hand selected. So mm-hmm. it's the best liquor stores, it's the best bars, just around Massachusetts, and the best restaurants around this area. The way we've yep. um, handled the distribution is to make it easier on ourselves. We have um, generally some rules, so. 
the best bars and can accounts in Worcester and Boston. That allows Perfect. us to go, you know, to Worcester one day or Boston another yeah. day, you yeah. know, or, or a couple of days. So that's generally the rule, but we've expanded out to the Cape with our statewide um, delivery. That was a decision that we made because we deliver to the entire state of Massachusetts through mm-hmm. UPS. Yeah. And that's fairly and that's a new. recent rule. Yeah, it's yeah. fairly new yeah. with the COVID. So um, basically, once we started doing statewide delivery, we realized we were getting a lot of orders from the Cape and Western Mass. And oh, we're like, whoa, awesome. we totally get it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're in the Cape and Western Mass... You don't get anything from anywhere else. It's very hard to get river sticks <laughs> right yeah. there unless you're going to drive, right? Yeah. So, and that's no knock against any other breweries. No, but it's just no. it's nice to get variety. You might yeah. have just had a beer you liked here. You right. want yeah. to get it. You know, it's yeah. kind of it's not easy to get. It's yeah. a long drive. Yeah. So um, we decided to add a couple of uh, canning canning keg accounts out yeah. on the Cape. Very cool. Yeah. Um, so John's liquor, like, awesome. By the way, I love them. John's liquor, yeah, I yeah, love yeah. you. Yay. Hey, and Berniers, love them too. Yes. So you're just shipping like uh, through UPS, like everyone else, kind of. They can buy it on your website. On our website, they can um, ch- choose to look at the menu, which is our current menu for our tap room, mm-hmm. or the next button down on riverstixbrewing.com is our delivery um, button, and that'll bring them to curbside pickup or delivery ordering. Very cool. Yeah, That's I've done. I have not done. Uh, delivery through you but i've done it through other people and it's so easy and it's so awesome it's really 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 awesome nice Uh, people i know have started and they just won't go back they just i just love it so much um so it's it's a nice feature now yeah yeah Yeah. Um, obviously there's a ton of negatives that's happened with covid um is there anything that's been positive for your brewery brewery um with covid yeah actually (laughs) i think there's a lot of positive (laughs) things that are going to come from it i know that sounds Hard to hear because it hasn't been great. <laughs> I'm no. not trying to say yeah. that it is. Um, but, you know, it's forcing people to innovate. It's forcing people to figure things out. And that's something that we really like to do, you know. So we've been taking this as, you know, I kind of make the joke, but I'm like, we were like, oh, zombie apocalypse. Let's go. You know, yeah. this is our time. We've got to figure out how to survive and how to, how to like, exist in this right. world. And so we've actually done so many things we never would have done and I know all these things now like I know that we can have delivery and if you're a brewery listening to this right now in Massachusetts you can have delivery yeah and it's not that it's like doesn't really cost much to set up you know you got to get some boxes and supplies and fill out an application it's kind of a pain but like once that's done, yeah, people, you know, are, yeah. people are afraid of what they don't know. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and, it, and if you have Square, it wasn't that hard to figure out how to set that up. I mean, I'm not saying it's, you know, super easy, but it's not that hard to figure out. And that's just orders that come in. So yeah. if you, you know, if you're already getting aren't orders getting coming people in. in your tap room, yeah. that gives people another avenue to try to order your beer. So yeah. I think, um, you know, just lots of different things we learned through these different phases. I mean, people love the popcorn. Like we added popcorn as a food option because we had to cook food on site. Right. <laughs> Which was such a stupid rule, but, but I, we won't get into that. Our board of yet. health walked down here within like two hours and they're like, hey, I want you to get a popcorn machine. <laughs> they're like, you're cooking popcorn. And I was okay. like, okay, thank you. Yeah. Oh, you it, makes, it makes COVID go away. It doesn't feel. Yeah. <laughs> it makes COVID go away. And people love the popcorn. Yeah, like yeah. Right, come right. in, they're like, we smell popcorn. The popcorn's good. It's you like know? one of the best smells. It's something that I miss a lot because you don't go to movie theaters anymore. I yeah. know. You and people do miss it. Right. Right? Yeah. Oh, I bought yeah. a whirly pop. Oh. Just for that. Yeah. I saw it on TikTok. Right. TikTok. Yeah. It's amazing. Oh, that's, yeah. that's awesome. 
All right. So before we get into TikTok, obviously, (laughs) (laughs) we have some words from our amazing sponsors who I'm sure are on TikTok as well. Take it away, Sungai Ryan. Are you a solo artist, band, podcaster, or anyone else who needs recording services? Well, we got a place for you where your vision can become a reality. Welcome to Small Pond Studios, built by hand with heart and sweat equity by musicians for musicians. Go to smallpondstudios.io to reach out to get more information. And make sure you let them know that Brute sent you. Hey, Sound Guy Ryan here. Didn't know if you heard, but we're a part of the Hopped Up Network. There you'll find other informative podcasts about beer. So go ahead, follow them on social media, and visit them on their website, hoppedupnetwork.com, to learn more about the people, beer, and breweries from around the country. And until next time, thanks for listening. Cheers. All right, so our sponsors are amazing. So thank you for listening through that. And we are a little liquored up because we are now trying the seltzers here at River Six. And uh, we do talk about seltzers here. And I, I, I have never seen beer or seltzers um, this color. The only thing that is this color are the awesome drinks that I see on TikTok that people are trying to make. Um, or drink, I drank a, a blue one. I mean, this is amazing. This this blue the it's one so that we cool. made out of the water, which I'm glad it did. <laughs> uh, talk about the seltzer program you have here. Um, I think seltzer does have a place in the craft craft world. Sure, I'm really excited about seltzer, mainly because I've been wanting to make vibrant colored beer the way that I see all my foodie. Uh, you know, the people I watch on all the foodie, I'm constantly watching foodie programs and I'm just trying to, I don't know. I mean, I've been watching a lot more YouTubes, just, um, you know, and following on Instagram. And it's really exciting to see desserts and dishes and cocktails that are vibrantly colored. And I wanted to do that with beer, but beer starts as yellow or brown. So it's not exactly um, right. a clear color palette. <laughs> and when seltzer started getting really popular, I was like, oh my God, I can do my colorful beer, you know. And that's kind of how I looked at it. So I immediately wanted to do uh, dragon fruit, get that really vibrant hot pink because it's super cute. It's so pretty. (laughs) Dragon fruit's not a a flavor that's highlighted a lot. You know, you don't see dragon fruit beer. It's not that flavorful. I mean, it's kind of like almost um, an earthy flavor. It's not like a big flavor ingredient, but that was sort of like... What started the whole Pegasus Seltzer series was we wanted it to be a little kicked up on the ABV because we always do that anyway. So we're like, all right, let's do a 7% Seltzer. Um, And and so Pegasus was designed to be 7%. And the idea of Pegasus is supernatural color with all natural ingredients. So it was ways that we could make vibrantly colored, delicious tasting, because that's just a given with River Sticks. Flavor is our number one priority in anything we put out. Not that we shirk on any of the other <laughs> characteristics. I mean, we're looking at everything, but if it doesn't taste good, uh, it's a failure in our yeah. eyes. You know, yeah. so it was like we wanted a high-flavored seltzer that was a little bit more alcohol and vibrantly colored because we had that clear color palette. I finally had the opportunity to Let's add color. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> add color to something that was clear. Um, so yeah, we we started out with our with our mango dragon fruit. 
and then immediately went to blue spirulina and blue star thistle, which are some great ingredients for making vibrant blue um, dishes with all natural ingredients. And for the Pegasus, my husband wanted to really make it taste you know, he wanted to. Inc- he just wanted it to be more flavorful than the first batch we did. Yeah. yeah. So the first batch we did was the mango it was flavorful, um, but then with the um, pineapple coconut, he really ramped it up. Yeah. You can tell. Yeah. yeah, for sure. It's amazing. I mean, just having that toasted coconut is such a nice flavor that you don't even really think about until you're like, oh, it is toasted coconut. When you get pineapple and toasted coconut together, it gives you more of a tropical feeling. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And we've been missing. And then you get that fun color. Yeah. And then yes. the color. I mean, the color <laughs> is, you know, just bang. It's like right yeah. there in your face. Yeah. Um, we see breweries across the, the state brewing seltzers more and more or Oh, it's, it's, it's a thing now. Everyone's almost everyone's doing it. Yeah, I believe uh, in it. I think it's going to stay for a while, and I think yeah. it's exciting. And I think breweries can change what seltzer is, and and we really want to get into innovating with seltzer. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, we we talked off air about Versix being known about flavor, and you mentioned it. You know, if it's not good tasting, you failed. Um, part of your flavor, though, is you have super boozy beers. That do not taste, <laughs> and, and, and you, you pull the wool over my eyes. Seriously. I'm, I'm shit-faced now. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, um, but in the But I mean, way. like, drinking an, eight, an 8% beer that tastes, you know, like a 3.2% Or a 10% beer seltzer that, that you tastes don't, like, yeah. like, <laughs> like a 5. Yeah, right, yeah, that right. tastes like no, no yeah, alcohol. No that tastes like juice. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's awesome. What uh, is that something that you guys, you know, there, there are so many craft cocktails out there that you're like, oh, this is... Uh, this is this is juice and uh, nope, it's vodka, <laughs> rum, gin, everything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, do you think about that when you're brewing it, or is it just a happy accident? Oh no, it's not an accident. Um, <laughs> here's a quick story. Ooh, the other day, stories. my daughter was having a bad day. She's 25 years old, so we go over. 25 to her. was the worst year of my life. Yeah, 24, 25. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we go over to her house. And she pulls out every juice and alcohol that she's got in her house. And, you know, it's not that many, but just good amount, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Puts it on the table with, like, a one-gallon pitcher with a, with a spout on it. And my husband mixes it all up, and we start drinking. And he sort of says, well, this is kind of like a Mai Tai. And her boyfriend drank six of them. Oh, oh God. <laughs> respect. He was yeah. in bed at 7 o'clock yes. <laughs> for the night. I believe it. I believe it. And, uh, you know, he, he had a conversation with her the next day. And she's like, listen, if Scott made it, it's not going to taste like it yeah. has alcohol in it. But it's going to get you. Like, you have to watch Scott. If Scott's drinking two of them, you should drink two of them. You know? And she's, yeah. like, teaching yeah. him the ways of her parents. Which good. he, he good. thinks we're competing to see yeah. who can yeah. get him more messed up. Because, oh, but, I mean, so, we just love to entertain. That's cute. That's so cute. Yeah. That's so cute. I guess, like, I want to get a little bit more technical. But, like, how do you get your beverages to not taste like booze. I love getting technical. So it's all about balance. So if you think about the four things that make flavor, right? If you have something sour, then you have to offset it with something sweet, right? So you're thinking about what flavors do you have in there and how can you offset? A lot of times you can offset booziness with sweetness. Yeah. You know, or different things. I mean, but like basically flavors will, just like you do with cocktails or food, you know, you're thinking about salty, you're thinking about, uh, sour, you're thinking about what you know, there's like a handful of you know what I mean, and yeah. 
acid and you know different things and you're saying how do I balance all that together yeah. on the palate so that it just it doesn't spike any one thing you never want to spike alcohol or sour oh, yeah. or sweet or anything now do we spike sweet on pastry stouts yeah do we like it no yeah. we don't but people do people do right, you know right, right. so sometimes you make things that you know people will like even if they're not your uh your property so you right. go into brewing almost like a chef not a brewer yeah, we. I mean, honestly, our our goal was always to open a restaurant. I think someday we we may. Oh, interesting. Okay. But but we felt like getting into brewing um, was an opportunity for us to, you know, learn about running a business. And you know, I mean, honestly, it's kind of easier to focus on just beer than <laughs> I think so. everything that yeah. would go into a restaurant. Yeah. For sure. I'm curious what you think of this area. It's it's definitely underrepresented in the uh, the the, the beer, beer community. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean. It's what you sits and you guys on on route two, in my opinion. Uh, there's a couple others, um, but what's the beer scene like? You know, if you were to describe it. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's not still not a lot of um, beer. Out yeah, this. I think it's still just you and Wachusa in <laughs> Moon Hill. Yeah, we have Moon Hill, close. which I love. Those guys. We have Stone Cow. We have um, our, uh, Honest Weed. We've got you know Brick yeah. and Feather. Depending how yeah. far you go out, right. well, I think, right. I think, right. I think that's you have to go far. Yeah. So, you know, because yeah. Route Two is so <laughs> yeah. long. We're so spoiled that we. I live in a. I can go to 15 yeah. different breweries right. in a 10 mile radius. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, there's not a lot of stuff out here. Uh, you know, in general, it's still not as heavily populated as the city. Yeah, but. Yeah. We know the places. I mean, if anyone messages us or talks to us, we'll tell you about what's good around here. Yeah. And we're working with them, and um, we're keeping our eye on everything. And <laughs> and, and Fitchburg is, is, is changing. I mean, it's grown so much since we moved in, but there's a lot more coming. I mean, cool. you, you will not even believe how the city changes in the next 12 months. Cool. I'm excited. I love it. Yeah. What buy, do you buy property here now. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, good to know. Yes, yes. Kayla, if you're listening. Right, right, right. <laughs> I told my daughter she did it. Good yeah. for her. It was her. a good move. Good. Nice, nice. No, I was just going to ask, so um, speaking of like, you know, what's going to happen in 12 months, what do you have in store in the next 12 months? We just kicked off an expansion. <gasps> good for you guys. An expansion. Yeah, so we're going to add a whole bunch of more tanks in the back. Um, nice. The, the main objective for the expansion is to add more beer. Um, production capabilities and to begin distribution. Yeah, that's awesome. More widely. Congratulations. All over Thank New you. England, all over Massachusetts. Can expand that more or the world? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the universe. Honestly, all three. Like, yeah, we will be globally that's exporting awesome. as part of this. We will be um, dipping into other states. Yeah, yeah. So a big expansion. Yeah. That's, so like how many awesome. how many barrels is gonna be a ripper? <laughs> I don't tell people that, and yeah. I don't it's even tell. You know they ask us that on a yeah. survey, but I know that brewing is not competitive, and we are not competitive. We are cooperative yeah. in yeah. the brewing community. Yeah. On the sure. other hand, like they do ask surveys about our production, and I don't think people need to know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I, like I love it. that. I love that. Um, I want to get to know you a little bit more, Jackie. I mean, I think our listeners know who you are. At but this we want to know even more. I want to know even more. Wow, what are you going to ask me? Um, yeah, so I want to know what your perfect beer and food pairing is because you're a foodie, and I want to know what the top beer and food so I can go home and have it. Can I say wine and pasta? <laughs> yeah, you can. I love wine with and pasta. With hot sauce, like I'm, a super hot sauce. Okay, well, you lost me the hot sauce. But I'm telling you what, try it. Every weekend, I have been doing pasta of the week with my girlfriend and oh, Chianti, so it's been 
Um, I understand. I understand. Crazy, <laughs> crazy carb person, but when it comes to beer, I guess for me it's beer and dirt wings. So, oh, yeah. Oh, beer yeah. and wings. Yeah. Dirt, have you heard of dirt wings? No, no tell us. Tell I our no listeners. You're talking dirt about. <laughs> Where can we get them after this interview? You can go to Connecticut. Oh, um, shit. Okay. All right, we're going. Some of the better places in Connecticut, in my opinion, is the Dewdrop um, or Jay Timothy's. Uh, they both do dirt wings. Basically, the idea of dirt wings is that you fry a chicken wing and you toss it in sauce, and then you put it back in the fryer, <laughs> and then you toss it in sauce again. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, and Lord. I mean, come on. If wings and beer aren't good, then how can dirt wings and beer you not know, be good? You know. It's amazing. You can do it with a stout. You could do it with with an IPA, you could do it with a sour. I mean, like, it's just great. Sounds like it'd be good with water, too. Yeah. So, I want to ask uh, the question I always like to ask is what do you want to learn more about? Everything. Um, <laughs> I want to learn everything I can, and I know nothing. Yeah. It's a good side, attitude to have, yeah. It's true. I mean, yeah. I don't, it's like, you know, and, and I think everybody who brews would. Uh, many people, maybe not everybody, but a lot of people who brew would say that. You know, we I learn so. lessons every day. Oh, yeah. For sure. People say, like, you must know so much about beer. You talk to people every week. I say, I don't know. I know nothing. <laughs> don't ask me what my favorite Seriously. beer is because you won't yeah. like it. Some days I talk to people and I feel like, I, like, totally, we got each other and everything. Mm -hmm. And then some days they're right over my head. I don't yeah. know what they're Absolutely. saying. I mean, but we, we're, you know, we are self taught other yeah. than the two weeks that my husband went to that brewing school and, you know, it took a lot of research and just a lot of trying things. I mean, when we were home brewers, we just tried to brew the same beer over and over and over again until, yeah. and we would make a Until you perfected it. Yeah, well, yeah. we were just like, we would make a change, like make one change and document it. Make yeah. one change and document it. And that was the advice of the head brewer at Firestone Locker because we did our R&D that mm -hmm. I told you about and we went and asked people like the head brewer at Firestone Locker and, yeah. you yep. know, the head brewer at Dogfish Head and every, Sean Lawson and, yeah. Yeah. you know, I mean, Dean, we'd talk to a bunch, but he's not brewer, you know, like, I'm saying like. <laughs> he's not talking to many people these days. <laughs> he still talks to me. I love him. Uh, he's, yeah. a, he's a great guy. Yeah. But I mean, like we talked to, everybody we could about you know anything they'd tell us yeah. and they said like the head brewer of Firestone's like you know so many homebrewers brew something different every time they brew I was actually going to say that's pretty remarkable I don't know too many homebrewers that really focus and hone in on like one recipe until they perfect it they're usually mm. brewing something different all the time which is totally yeah. cool either way but that I think is commendable that you're able to kind of do yeah, that yeah that's he great advice he caught us yeah. early in our homebrewing experience he was yeah. one of the first people that I asked you know what nice. are the three things you would tell somebody and that was one of the things he things <laughs> told me and I was like oh wow you know I was gonna go through a whole bunch of different things yeah and yeah. I mean it kind of set us off on a different path yeah that's cool um speaking of kind of like education was are there any books or any kind of um education experiences that you've had that you would recommend for others I mean I'd love to do the UC Davis you know or any other there are, yeah. co there are college you know, courses, there's uh, the Siebel, I think it's called Siebel Institute, yep. which is online. Yep. I mean, education is excellent. And if you're a female in brewing, uh, I highly recommend signing up for the Pink Boots. Pink Boots. Yeah, I love the organization. I'm a member there. Um, you know, that gives you opportunity to all kinds of scholarships. Massachusetts sure. kicks butt. Yeah, it's the best one. Yeah, yeah. buddy. We, it's the best one. I'll say it. <laughs> and we have a ton of, you know, scholarship money because we kick butt, right? Yes. So Utilize those scholarships because I hear people are not... Yeah. Jenna yeah. told me that. It's, it's true. It's, it's true. Um, but yeah, there's scholarships. There's all kinds of scholarships. But, you know, like for me, my dad used to read books to me when I was uh, a child and to put me to sleep.
sleep. So when I try <laughs> yeah. to read a full book, I don't Do usually asleep? make it. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. jealous yeah. that you can read. No, I'm yeah. I, 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 I can read, but I can't read because as soon as I start reading or someone's reading to me, tough. Yeah, I, I fall asleep. So the way I learn is kind of different. I basically just take little bits and bites from everywhere I can. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I'm actually somebody that goes through the internet and spends, I spent four hours every morning and four hours every night just reading oh, stuff yeah. online <laughs> and hearing everybody's different opinion on a yeah. process and mm-hmm. then saying, okay, I've learned everybody's opinion on this. I'm going to try that. Yeah. 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 Make yeah. it work. You're an informed consumer. I don't know. I'm weird. <laughs> All right. You're weird. I tried to give you a compliment. Weirdly amazing. Yeah. Come on. It's weirdly amazing. I know it. Yes. So what are you drinking at home? Um, and then River Sticks. Oh. I'm drinking my husband's sangria. Uh, <gasps> yes. It's the best thing on earth. Ooh, can I have the recipe off air? Uh, he'll never give it to you. Damn he it. wouldn't even give them to me. I don't Aww. even know what hops he has in half of these beers. I mean, the guy is unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. um, I will tell you everything about every recipe and anything I know. As you can see, yeah. just an open book. But yes. he's very quiet about his. Um, his sangria is incredible, though. Yeah. We drink a lot of it at home. I love a good sangria. Me too. Yeah. Mm, it's yeah. a red sangria. He keeps yes. like a yes, yes, um, yes. like a picture of it in the fridge. Yep. And if it's not full, I'm very upset oh. because <laughs> after a long day of work, I just want to have one. a glass. Yep. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love sangria. Oh, his is so good. His yeah. red sangria. Amazing. So, Jackie, I think the, the, the we, we do these interviews so people can come to, to River Sticks and hang out and, and enjoy your beer. Where so you we guys, gotta know. We gotta know. Where are you physically located and where are you located on the interweb, yeah. interwebs? <laughs> Riverstixbrewing.com. On Facebook and Instagram, we're Riverstixbrewing. Brewing. On Twitter, we're Riverstixbrew. Um, our address is 166 Boulder Drive, Suite 112. 112. You cannot miss. Well. The ferryman on the brick wall pointing to our front door. Unless yes. you're Erica. It's kinda hard yeah. <laughs> to miss. Maybe you can. Um, and we are dog friendly and yes. family Yay. friendly. Um, dog friendly, family friendly, inside now all the time. Love it. Yep. During COVID love always. It. Always. Yeah. Absolutely. I have a dog now, so oh I love like them. Bring your puppies to me. I love them. I love the full-grown ones. I love them all. Bring them. Yay. Yeah. We'll bring them next time. We will. Well, Jackie, thank you for doing this today. Yes. I think we got you out on time. You know, Erica, I think it's time. I think it's I time. I think it's time. The last question. Um, we always like to end every episode with, what are you most proud of? Oh, you end every episode yeah, with we that. Do. <laughs> we do because we want to shock everyone. Well, thanks for letting me know. Anytime. Yeah. I, I guess I could have listened. Well, if you listen. Yeah, I, mean, I guess I could have listened to the end. Yeah. Um, wow, what am I most proud of? I am most proud of my family, my husband Aww. and my daughter and my two cats, Aww, Link, and Brady. Link and Brady. Link By and the Brady. way, two amazing names. Yeah, They're both great. Yes. I is Brady it. a Tom Brady reference? He is Link like a Zelda? All right. Zelda? Yes, it's Zelda. Yes. Tom Brady. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. All right. This, uh, full disclosure to our listeners. This episode will release after the Super Bowl, but I want your prediction. <laughs> oh, what go Tampa. You? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Woo, woo, woo. I love it. Well, okay, cool. we're going to finish up all this beer that we have on the table. Literally, we're going to take a picture all of this, this put beer. it on social media. I'm the only one who's done. You guys are slow. He is so good. Ryan, you are Ryan, just... Ryan's you know what, level. Ryan? You're, you're 25, <laughs> your metabolism's good, and you're able to do it. I'm 30 and old, and I can't do it. Yes. Lots of things I'd like to say right now, but yeah. let's end the episode, Matt. Cheers. 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 Cheers.
All right. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in to this episode of Brewer Roots. I really do appreciate everyone who spent some time to listen to our episode with our new friend Jackie from River Sticks. Um, and I do encourage all our listeners to go there. Uh, they have super safe precautions going on right now during COVID. And just, I'm going to call a spade a spade. The brewery is fucking awesome. And it's got such cool ambiance and it's just a cool place to go. Um, and they, not to mention, they have awesome beer. So if you want to support them, that's awesome. Make sure you tell them that we sent you. Also, go follow us on social media, Brewers across the board, because it also helps us out and get awesome episodes like this one today with Jackie. And until next week, cheers. <laughs>